Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast show, Ladies with Chapters, where we empower, engage, and inspire women to live, love, and embrace their lives and chapter stories. I am your host, Shemaine. My guest today is Miss Veronica Smith Jarrett. Veronica, welcome to Ladies with Chapters. Good afternoon, and it's a pleasure to be here. I'm indeed elated just to be here to share my chapters with you this afternoon. Yes, yes, yes. Veronica, I have known you for like, oh my God, almost over 30 years. 30 years. It's been sure, a long time. Yes. Many years, <laughs> many years. <laughs> so I am really honored to have you on to talk about those cha your chapter stories. When I learned about your story, I said to myself, like, wow, well, Kim told me about it. And I said, I have to have her on. She had to tell me about this story, which you went through, the journey that you have went through. Because I'm sure, like myself, there are so many other women who probably don't know what a kidney failure, the depths of it, what, um, you know, going through the transplant for a kidney transplant, I'm sure you have a lot that we all can learn from, right? Yes, but, I do. I do. My yeah. story is definitely an, a testimony and it is indeed a gift of life. I consider myself yes. to be fortunate that God has given me a second chance of life yes. and another chance and opportunity. So I am indeed elated and I call myself a servant. Yes, you people. are. And I am here to share my story and to motivate, yes. encourage, and coach yes. and counsel persons as they go through their different journeys in life. Because my life has indeed, it's 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 been many chapters. I many can imagine. Chapters. I can imagine. I can imagine. So before we get before we dig a take a deep dive into this, Veronica, I want to um, talk about the fact that you are a coach. You are yes, a Christian coach. Yes, I am. And that is something you that's your life. That's your everyday. You you actually go out there and you coach um, people and you talk to them. That is something, right? Yes, and I'm indeed a I'm an educator, first of all. I'm, I've been in the education system for over yeah. 20 plus years. I've been a counselor, a school counselor for over 15 years plus. And my daily job is just to inspire, motivate, and, you know, coach students along with their parents. You know, I've had a lot of experience in this field in terms of behavioral counseling, academic counseling, and career counseling. Even I, I assist my parents and, you know, with all the pandemic and the different um, situations that is going on in the world and along with Dorian that we had in Abaco mm -hmm. and and in, in Grand Bahama, you know, there are many crises that was going on in, in the nature in, in our country. country. But thank mm -hmm. God, you know, I am here to assist our students as they go through this journey and to let them know that tomorrow definitely will be a better day. And we and, are in this together. We are you. Veronica, you're a warrior because that is something you do every day. You Everything. are coaching, you are inspiring, but yet you were the one who were going through this whole ordeal. So and I think and I think that's what really motivates me, even though you know I sat in dialysis chair for over five years, you know, there were not a moment that I didn't sit next to somebody that I had to inspire 
And, you know, I had to let them know that, you know, because we have life, there's hope. So that's really what kept me knowing, knowing that I was able to make a difference in someone else's life. life. Even though, as we sat in the chair for four and a half hours, you know, we saw many persons who would have lost their fight. There were many young mothers like myself with younger children than I had. You know, many persons with family and, you know, dialysis is a four hour treatment and it's three days a week, Monday, Wednesday and Fridays or Tuesday, Thursdays and Saturdays. And sometimes you will go. My days was Monday, Wednesday and Fridays. And I will sit next to somebody on Monday. And when I reach on Wednesday, I will say, well, how is Sarah doing? How is she? I haven't seen her. She's gone. Wow. So, you know, it's really a it, it was a difficult journey. The journey was difficult. But I to, realized to be here I, today to talk to about tell the story. So I realized I am no different from, you know, I call them my brothers and sisters who have left me and they went on their purpose was completed and they have done the journey that God had for them to do. And I am still here. So that means that my purpose has not yet been completed. Yes, completed. So yeah, 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. Veronica, um, I have I have a few questions that I want to talk about. And one of those is when you found out, right, that you, you know, going through kidney failure and you found out that you had to go on dialysis and you had to have this transplant. And when you think about transplant, that is not something you could say, oh, I'm going to put my name down and next month I'm going to get it. I'm sure there's been a wait. I'm sure there's been like, you know, devastation of, is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? I want you to go into and tell me about it when you found out that, hey, I'm going to actually need a transplant to be able to live. I want to hear your story on that. Shem, I can tell you, and that was a dark night for my family. And I'm the first person in my family to be diagnosed with renal failure. And... So we were ignorant. We didn't understand exactly when the doctor said I had to go on dialysis. We didn't even know what dialysis was because when he said dialysis, I said, well, probably it's just a six weeks treatment and then my kidneys will come back and function. But when I heard the details of dialysis, I said, is there something in the world that changes your life where you would have to go for a treatment three days a week for four and a half hours? My whole life was just turned around. My whole life, my family, you know, they were broken. They did not understand what was going on. But what I did is I helped, I I watched my mother and my husband came to the hospital daily and they, the nurses and the doctors, they had to actually and show more compassion to them because I just helped my fate. I just felt like this is not the end. I, this is definitely not my end. And I kept my, you know, my, my fate and belief in God. I said, God, you didn't bring me this far to, this far to, leave, to me. leave me. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. when it came to some breaking points, you know, and I wanted to give up, I'm going to be real with you. I just wanted to give up because it was, it just seemed so difficult. It just seemed so hard. And, you know, they were saying, well, Veronica, you can go on the transplant list, but it, it costs a million dollars. And they were saying that, but there are millions of persons on the list all around the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I'm just a little dot, a country in the Bahamas, you know, who would consider me? But I kept my faith and I kept and I, I thought about, you know, I, I prayed about it. And I remember the Holy Spirit saying, remember where I have bought you from. At the age of 12 years old, you was knocked by a truck. I remember that. And you have to have a brain I remember surgery. that. And I, I remember that like yesterday. You know, the Holy Spirit and he brought said, you I, through that. I have kept you all these mm-hmm. years. And I didn't bring you this far to leave you. Just continue mm-hmm. to hold your faith and I will bring you through. And so I put my name on, on the transplant list and every, the Cleveland Clinic. 
And everybody in the transplant section, if you call Veronica name, they know me. I call daily. I say, wow. when is my time? I say, is it my time? Is this my year? And so they said, Veronica, your time will come. And so I packed my suitcase and I just kept my passport. I kept some U.S. cash available. And I said, my day, but every year, you know, my day will come. We normally, we normally have a, you know, and in the Bahamian tradition, when you go to watch night service, you know, you will normally make a resolution and you would ask God for what you yes. want for the new year. Yes. And that for six years, wow. I asked God for kidney transplant. Six years. Six years. And in February 2021, on the 8th of February at one o'clock, I was on dialysis and they gave me a call, Veronica, we have a kidney for you. And that wow. is a day I will never forget. I will wow. never forget. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. He saw you through it. Mm -hmm. He, he pulled you through me. it. He kept you. Me. He kept, kept you. Me. And that's why he has given me um, to write this book, The Hands of God That Keep. He has given me a story. So, Sham, if you don't mind, I would like to read on how God allowed me. Please, please go right ahead. This is your this is your show, girl. You tell how God it. allowed me to write this book. It was a warm summer's day during a long drive from an appointment that drained my human frame physically. When I received that unforgettable call, the still yet trusting and confident voice was no stranger to me. It was one I delighted to hear from and connected with as often as I can. It was a voice that had guided me since my youth in, in every decision I make. The familiar voice was ever present amidst the challenges, pain and hurt I often face and one I wholeheartedly respected. That Friday, I received the commission from the Holy Spirit to write my life story. The task was seemingly difficult, but as a servant of the most high, God obedience was key. This book reaccounts an on-journey journey through trials in my childhood, health, relationship, marriage, and finances. It vividly unravels my disappointment, pain, hurt, and personal triumphs through fervent prayer and an unlevable, unshakable faith in God. It will motivate your soul and enrich your spirit as you witness vast miracles that Christ is performing in the life of believers like me and many others today. You will learn how to conquer oppression, fear, strongholds of fear, mistrust, anxiety, and mentally defeat life-changing challenges. Indeed, an authentic glimpse into my life would undoubtedly help you appreciate the glory of heaven and ignite a burning passion to get there. And this book was written two years before I got my kidney transplant. I claimed the miracle and God gave it wow. to me. This was written wow. in 20, I, this book was written in 2018. I received my transplant in 2021. 2021. Wow. Wow. That's powerful, D. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't even say Veronica because I know you as D. That yes, is powerful. You that is powerful, D. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God wow. has, he has indeed been faithful and he has kept me. And many times, you know, even, you know, during this journey now after transplant, you know, it is a journey because you have a lot of medications, you have the anti-rejection medications, but you still have to stay strong. You have to remain focused. You know, I'm a mother of twin boys who needs me, you know, yeah. 
I'm a wife and I have to be supportive for my family. And many times, you know, when I want to give up, you know, the Holy Spirit encourages and motivates me and reminds me, you know, this is no time to give up. You know, from 12 years old, I have kept you. You've went through a difficult, abusive marriage. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on my second marriage. My first marriage was very abusive. You know, it was mentally, physically, and God said, I've kept you, you know, and you're in your right mind. You have sat in dialysis for five plus years, and many persons around you have lost their life, and I have kept you. This is no time to give up now. This is just fighting time. This is a time for you to show the world what I am able to do and how I am able to keep. That's why, you know, he instructed me to write this book, even to encourage me, the hands yes. of God that keep even through this period in my life, now that I have my transplant, he is still keeping me. Um, you you just touched me in so many ways that I can't even, uh, I'm, I'm going to just go out on the limb and say, I, I know when we spoke earlier, you said that um, you didn't have no more books. No, I don't. I want I want I want you to print some more books. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pledge two hundred dollars to you to print some more books. Thank you Go so much. Go ahead and print print those books. I appreciate I, that. Thank I you will so do much. that. You need you need to print those books, mm -hmm. and you need many women like myself mm -hmm. need to know this mm -hmm. story. They need to read this. They mm -hmm. need to have this because it can happen to anyone. Of Any, us. Anyone and I'm anyone so glad. Of us. Yeah, I'm just so glad that I'm in my right mind. You know, when I think about, you know, being a, a single mother, having to raise two boys, you know, and they looked up at me, you know, with their glary eyes. And I knew I had to be there for them. Even when I wanted, felt like I wanted to give up in the hospital when I couldn't walk, you know, it was a point when I couldn't even talk. And I just had to held on, you know, the God's garment. And I, I looked up at my two boys and I know they needed me. And so I held and I pushed on knowing that this was not my end, but it was just my beginning. You just answered my next question. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know how difficult was it? What was what was the most you know difficult part that you had to endure during this whole journey? And I think I just got the answer. Just mm -hmm. watching, seeing your voice, um, you know, being able to look at them and say, mm -hmm. "Hey, I am going to pull through because they are pulling through with you." And, and you had to hold on to the faith. They needed you. Me. They need. So me. you just had to hold on to the faith and just no keep pushing and keep going. Like a mother, there's no one that, you know, that can do it like I can do it for the boys. And I know for a fact, you know, they are one of my purpose. And yeah. and my other purpose is to make sure I motivate and encourage other persons, you know, other mothers. Because I have mothers who sit in front of me and they said, I can't do it. I can't raise my children in my own. I'm an abusive relationship. I have to stay here. I said, but I have done it. Through the grace of God, I have done it. I know it's very painful. Yes, right. I have done it. You're I a strong woman. You, know, you I, are I, a strong I woman. Felt my fate. I had to put myself out there. You know, I had to put pride aside. Pride is not of God. So I had to stand up. I had to be honest. I had to, I had to look myself in the mirror and say that I can do yeah. this through the grace yeah. of God. I can do this. God is on my side and I am able to do it. Yeah. And you're doing it, sweetie. Yeah. You are doing it. And you are a, not only a warrior, you are a survivor mm -hmm. and you are an inspirator. You are like, I mean, the, this, I, 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 I am so blessed that you are here to share this with us because again, like I say, so many of us are walking today mm -hmm. and it can be either one of us, you know, yes. either one of us could have been in that true in that chair that you mm -hmm. went through you know anybody, and, anybody and you said something you said something earlier that reminded me i remember 
when you that accident i recall that i re, we were, we were little old. kids yeah we right? were in grade seven i was 12 years old yeah, yeah we were just and in grade seven. he pulled you through that mm -hmm. and you know years later you encountering mm -hmm. this and you know you definitely are here for a reason on a purpose to definitely i'm definitely that, i'm here yeah. for a purpose yeah. and you know that purpose is to make a difference you yeah. know in somebody life and my motto always is if i can help somebody as i journey along my living will not, will not be in vain and that's what really kept me as i yeah. celebrated my first yeah. year anniversary and my kidney transplant anniversary i did a church service and i also went to the hospital and i have a ministry where I would, uh, you know, assist hospital patients, and I also go in and I did counseling, and I spoke to them, and I and I felt so I forgot I even had problems or cares in the world. I just felt so happy <laughs> just to know that I was able to make a difference. And when I went into, awesome. to the to the hospital and back in dialysis, and they saw it was me, they just felt like I just felt like a savior. Everybody was like, Veronica, I need your help, Deidre, I need That's, your help. Can you? Wow. Me, can you wow. pray with me? And I just felt so, you know, I just felt like I was a necessity. I felt like this is my yes. purpose that yes. God sent yes. me to dialysis to let them know that there's hope. Hold hope on, you know, help is on yes. the way. God yes. loves you, He cares for you, you know. So I just felt I that's a moment I take with me every day to know if I that's can help, awesome. you know, if I can that's help. Awesome. And that's why anytime they call me, it doesn't matter what hour of the night I told my kids and husband, if I'm sleeping, wake me up because I know they have a question and they need my support. I reach out to family members, you know, who have persons on, on dialysis. I'm I'm speaking to a young lady right now. She is the only child. Her mother needs blood. She's on dialysis. They don't know what's going on. So that's a case that I'm I was dealing with all day, you know, trying to get some assistance, you know, for her mother to make sure that she's on the right diet, make sure she's on the right treatment. And, you know, they're doing all that they could to assist her. And I just feel good to know that I can make a difference in now, the lives of other persons. As women, as mothers, as, you know, inspirators, we mm -hmm. want to be there to help everyone. We want to be there to help. We want to be there to pour out of our mm -hmm. glass into someone else's glass. Who is pouring back into D? I know, I know, I know you got, I know you got God on your side and I know you are a big believer and I know you have the faith in Christ, but who is pouring back into D? I must say I have a great support system. And, you know, my mom, she's definitely, she's the best. She's, she's my best friend. And she always makes me feel like a hero. I mean, sometimes I just things that she tells me, I, I'm wondering who is she talking about? You know, but she always makes me feel like such a great hero. I, you know, I have my sisters. I have, you have a big heart mm -hmm, and I have my, you know, my school family, you know, and my church family, you know, I have, I'm, I'm connected to a lot of persons and they That's do awesome. encourage me. And one thing with me, I believe in having my me time. You know, I just okay. came from Starbucks when I realized that, you know, we didn't have to do until seven o'clock. I believe in just treating myself. I love yeah. myself. I, I look in the mirrors and said to say, when I get up and put my two legs on the ground, I said, this is going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. day. Yes. Born by the water and just enjoying myself and just, you know, just, meditating i i do have a lot of me time so and i'm able to meditate awesome you know i'm able to spend that time with myself i'm able to talk to myself i believe in talking to myself i believe in you know taking a break you know putting just regrouping i believe in that self-care that's, that's very awesome. important and you you very definitely important. you definitely need it because yes, I like i said we're always that. pouring a 
you know, out of us into others. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are times when we have to stop and we have to realize mm -hmm. that we need our time. Yes. We need to take care, yes. you know, that self-care. Definitely. Definitely. Awesome. Great, I know as, great, great. as mothers, we love our husbands, we love our children, we love our families, but we must, we have to put ourselves first. Okay. Yes. Don't put ourselves first, we wouldn't be no use to anyone else. So I've learned it's that. So true. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You have and and you know the thing about it, I often would tell other women too, self-care and self-love, it is not selfish. You have mm -hmm. to take care you of yourself to first. You, to. you gotta give yourself more than you, you know, so you can be powered to mm -hmm. be a well, blessing and to help mm -hmm. other people. Oh, yes, 100%. Now let's talk about, um, you know, you, you've been through this, uh, uh, this whole ordeal with the transplant and you have talked about giving back to an organization and, um, you know, you help them, you, 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 you are there when they need you. What is that organization called and how can um, anyone who wants to want to help them or help you, how can they contact you? Well, this year, um, this is the first year for the Bahamas Kidney and Transplant Association. I did a drive and I assisted them also, but I also did a personal hospital and, and care drive for the dialysis patients. And also, and I had a lot of young mothers, you know, who, who was laid off during the pandemic and they were in a very abusive relationship. And they looked to me also and in, in terms of supporting their babies and supporting themselves. I had a lot of homeless persons that I had to go out in the limb just to try to get some assistance for them. Because being in counseling for over 15 years, you know, I would have some persons who would have passed through my my chair. And, you know, they are now adults. They are young adults. And so they would go on Facebook and they would research me. And when they call in the middle of the night, I have to take their calls. I have to be there to assist them. I have to, you know, check on them daily to make sure that you had something to eat. The baby have pampas. So I have a network of persons who would assist. I will say, I have a mother, you know, she needs some pampas. She needs some food. You know, I, I'll take one of my sons with me. They'll go and pick the stuff. They'll drop it off. They will assist me. You know, so wow. I just try to be there to make sure, you know, try to make a difference. I don't want to be after fact when somebody would have hanged them. So we had a lot of suicides going on, a lot of abusive. Then everybody come together and say, if I had known. But these ladies, they're reaching out and they're telling you that. Now. But help you're judging. now. Yeah. yeah, but you're yeah. judging them. You know, if yeah. you're going to help, you help. If you help, can't, yes. then don't have yes. nothing negative to yes. say. Yes, 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 so, yes. Now, let me ask, how can one help you with all that you're doing you are i mean like i said you've already been through you you going through you know your whole ordeal during the time that you were going through it you you already had your transplant and you're still helping people you are filling in the gap where you know people need help how can one help you that mm -hmm. will be in an extension for mm -hmm. you know just i mean monetary funds or mm -hmm. anything how can they reach out reach to you well, right now, and I have my WhatsApp uh, number. It's one two four two four two nine seven seven zero three, and you can also send me an email. It's v e r o n i c a j a r r e t h one nine seven six at yahoo.com. Any assistance that you would like to to give, I'm sure you know. I'm, I'm, I'll be greatly appreciated, and I would have even the persons normally when I have have my, my mothers, you know, and normally when they get the assistance, they will always reach back out to the persons and, you know, show their gratitude. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Deidre, you have 
I, I don't even know what to say about the strength that you have because I know it is not of your own will. This no, is something that God just... has kept you here for a reason. Mm -hmm. And you are obviously fulfilling that purpose. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it is not going unnoticed because mm -hmm. I was drawn to when I heard that your story, heard that what you went through, I felt like other women need to hear this, right? Because we can be walking today and, you know, we don't know what's happening. Anything can happen. Any, anything and, can happen. And you are here today to share. You I'm alive. To, you know, God you has are alive. Me. Yes. I am alive yes. to tell my story. Yes. yes. My purpose yes. is not yet completed. It's just beginning. And I embrace what God is doing in my life. I am humbled by, you know, being a servant of God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is inspiring, and I am happy that you were able to come on and talk with mm -hmm. us and share, you know, those chapter stories with us. My now, pleasure. before you leave, I want you to talk to our viewers and tell them, you know, maybe something that you've learned in the past prior to this that, you know, you know, those things I wish I knew. I wish I had known, I wish somebody had told me, maybe I should have done this different. Any advice you would give them, you know, anything that you would want to leave with our viewers? Well, ladies, you know, I would like to encourage you. And, you know, when it comes to relationship, you know, people change. Yes, people do change, but I would encourage you to get to know your partner, you know, spend a lot of time, you know, communicate, dating, you know, because sometimes, you know, in the culture that I grew up in, you know, persons say because the person is a Christian or the person, you know, has the same religious belief, sometimes people feel as though, you know, because the person have the same religious belief as you, it means that you'll be able to be compatible. But sometimes you really have to take time, like the song take take time to know to someone. Know. It's definitely not an overnight thing. So I would encourage my sisters, you know, to, you know, love themselves, you know, just take the time to date and get to know someone and see if that person is suitable for you and see if that person and value your time because, you know, yeah. you're very, you're very precious. You're, precious, yeah. you know, you're a gift in God's eye. And when you look in the mirror, you can truly say that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by the Lord. And so you don't want nobody to take advantage of you or take advantage of your time because time is very precious. And it's valuable. And once you lose that time, you know, you can't get it back again. So That's I want to encourage you to, like I say, take time to know that person. And also take time to, you know, take care of yourself. Love yourself. You know, be there for you. Get to know you. Enjoy life. You know, because we only have one life to live. And I want you ladies to just sit back and relax. Enjoy it. And continue to write your, it's your chapters. And continue to write your chapter. Remember, it's all about you. So you tell your story. It's love your it, story, love it, love right? It. It's your and story, it's, right? And, and you tell your story. Yep, and nobody knows your story like you, do, right? Yes. <laughs> love it. Well, mm -hmm. D, thank you so much for being here with us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for allowing for us to come me. into your it's life and share. And I'm indeed proud of you. I'm indeed proud of the thank work you. that you're doing thank and how you. you're inspiring ladies to, you know, to just live their life and, you know, write their chapters. And just enjoy life, you know, feel yeah. free about it. Be happy. I'm, I must say, Shaman, you know, I know you're Shaman. I must yeah, say, I know. <laughs> I'm indeed proud of you. I, you know, I look over your pages and I just pray for you and cover you. And I'm, thank you so I'm, much, love. I'm, I'm happy that I know you. And I must say, in my eyes, you're a great celebrity. You're I, a celebrity. oh gosh, you make me blush. <laughs> you're doing an excellent job. Continue the good work. Continue the good work. You're representing the 242. 
Okay. Well, thank you. Two for two, Exuma. Well, awesome. Yes. Thank you, darling. Love you, love you, love, love you. you. And I will see you soon. And thank you, thank you so much for sharing your you chapters for with me. us. Thank you of for course. having me. Of Have course. a wonderful afternoon. You do the same, love. Bye bye okay, now. Okay, darling. Bye. Share their chapter stories. If you have a story, we would love to hear from you. Email us today. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at lwchapters at yahoo.com or lwchapters Instagram and Facebook. Your story is yours. No one knows your story like you do.